Hey friends, welcome back to the Sunny and 65 podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Schultz, and today I'm joined by my friend May Beam. And this episode is all about things I can't get out of my head. From scripture to lyrics, we talk about different things the Lord has used lately to encourage us and draw our hearts back to Himself. Enjoy! Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Sunny and 65 podcast. Today, I am joined by my friend, May Lena. Hello. Hey, May Lena. Um, and we're just chatting about some things that I can't get out of my head. Just um, different words, pieces of scripture, song lyrics that the Lord has just um, really been using to change the way I think, to draw me closer to himself lately and yeah so just wanted to share them with you and encourage you with them too so starting off Mm. with one psalm that honestly he's been using to encourage me for a long time Mm. um in my life and by long time i mean for since when i got since i got pregnant with zian and i shared about it on social media but maybe you aren't a social media person (laughs) and you're not on there or maybe you don't like to read and he liked to listen. So I thought I'd just share it on here too. And hopefully God willing, it can be an encouragement to you too. So um, Psalm 139 was just a pivotal Psalm that the Lord used to bring me encouragement and draw me to himself. Mm -hmm. And specifically lately in my life through some circumstances, he's specifically been using Psalm 139 five And I'm just going to read some different versions of what this psalm says. So the NLT version says, you go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. The ESV version says, you hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. The NASB version, you have enclosed me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. The KJV, thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thy hand upon me. The CSB version says you have encircled me you have placed your hand on me and so i'd share this on instagram and i just talked about how i'd felt like someone else needs to be reminded this along my along with myself that god has already gone before and behind you um you go before and follow me you place your hand of blessing on me it says you are completely surrounded by god and he is sovereign which means that god's has supreme power and authority that's his sovereignty Um, God is sovereign over your life. He knows what today holds and he knows what tomorrow holds. Mm -hmm. If you are in Christ, if your life is completely surrendered to him, he has encircled you and your life. He goes before you and follows behind you. The NLT version says, where can you go from his spirit? Where can you flee from his presence? It says in Psalm 139 verse seven, you cannot. You quite literally cannot escape his presence and his covering over your life. A commentary that I was reading said this, David relates his confidence that God, in quotes, hems him in. This idea comes from the Hebrew word, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's tesur, which is often used of a military siege or fortification. A closely related term is used in reference to ideas such as rocks or strength. In this context, it, it's meant to suggest guarding a valuable object. This statement attests to the Lord's protection of his people. We are the Lord's valuable object. So that's the end of the comment, uh, commentary. We're the Lord's valuable object that he chooses to protect and guard. So imagine him right now completely encamped around you. 
because he is. And then imagine his hand literally on you and on your life. Not only does he remind us that he's surrounding us, he takes it a step further to let us know his hand is on us. So in case you begin to think he is far off or begin to think near, in quotes, just means somewhere over there, remember the creator of the universe, the king of kings, the author of life, has his hand on you and your entire life. Every single moment, every single decision, every single celebration, every letdown, every season of grief, every answered prayer, he already knows each of them before any of them come to be. And he is there. His hand is on you, comforting you, protecting you, and defending you. So just let this truth, God, would you let this truth seep into our hearts today? Because He has literally encircled you. His hand is completely on you. I'm even reminded of in Psalm 139, how he talks about how he's written out every single one of your days before any of them have come to be. My first pregnancy um, and my first year of motherhood, gosh, I would read aloud Psalm 139 during my last trimester of my first pregnancy, almost every single day, just begging that these words would seep into my soul, that I may believe them. I had felt the crushing weight of what ifs that the enemy was trying to convince me to believe. And honestly, I was believing them. And by God's grace, he single-handedly carried me through that season of fear and what ifs during pregnancy and drew me closer to himself through his word. And to this day, since then, I've always found myself telling or messaging someone else verses from Psalm 139, often reminding them of verse 16 that talks about how he has already written out every single one of your days before any of them have come to be. He's already written out every single one of your child's days before any of them came to be. Mm -hmm. And they are all written out for his glory and for your good slash sanctification. And you don't need to worry or wonder because your days have already been written out by the author of creation. And for me personally, these last few weeks, I feel like the Lord has had these verses fall fresh on my heart like never before. I've been speaking these verses out loud for over three years, and it's as if they have just permeated my heart for the very first time. As I was typing them out again to a friend a few weeks ago, I said, I can't wait to see what the Lord has already written. I typed out and the Lord graciously reminded me of the deep worries that I currently have in my own story, as well as some uh, in the story of dear people in my life. And it's like I was hearing those words and believing them for the first time all over again. Mm. The author of life has written out all of my days, every single one. All of them will come to pass as he has written them out and nothing surprises him and nothing can thwart his plan. His plan is in fact perfect. His plan is in fact best, not easiest, best. I had exhaled and cried out a lot of worry that I didn't know I was carrying this last weekend. Um, and I literally couldn't stop crying. And I'm, I'm just praising him for continually meeting me right where I'm at and comforting me with his words that give life because he chooses the perfect time to reveal certain things to us, even when we've maybe read or spoken them a million times before. He knew that this last weekend, Psalm 139, 16 needed to fall fresh on my heart. He is my only hope. I can trust him because he knows best. And I can't wait to see what he has written. It's going to be and already is a wild, beautiful story for his glory alone. So Psalm 139, if whatever you're going through right now, gosh, that is just such a sweet verse to meditate on, 
to again, like May and I have talked about in previous episodes, having the arsenal to remind yourself, like May was talking about in the episode I recorded with her of he brings those verses to mind at perfect times to remind you and to comfort you. And gosh, the amount of times that I'm telling other people he's already written it and kind of already written my story and kind of where the rubber meets the road lately, he's been like, Maddie, I've also written yours. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That's been encouraging to me lately. Yeah. Psalm 39, 139. Sorry. It just is, I think it's such a good for anything that anybody might be going through any like hard time. Um, I think about those beginning years of my marriage that Mm -hmm. I felt like, surely the Lord doesn't see, obviously he's not here. He doesn't see what's happening right now because if he did, then maybe I would feel better. But that's, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Like Maddie was saying there and, and like what, um, verse seven says, where shall I go from your spirit or Mm -hmm. where shall I flee from your presence? There's not a moment that the Lord doesn't see us and he doesn't know exactly what's going on. And it doesn't always feel good. We're not promised the absence of, um, pain and suffering because we live in a fallen world. We're Mm -hmm. promised fullness of joy and peace that surpasses understanding um, in the midst of those trials. And so Psalm 139 is just such a good reminder of, it's not going to be, we're not going to be pain free, but we have. On this side of heaven. On this side yeah. of heaven, right, right. But the Lord sees us, his hand is on our life, and you're going to walk through that dark season because I have something for you on the other end. Because even though this darkness that seems like the, like, surely you couldn't light up this darkness, you're, you don't even see the darkness. Darkness is not dark to you. And yeah, that's such a good, that's such a good reminder that he has written out our days, like Maddie was just saying, and he sees us and it is for, for his glory and for our good. Yeah. And I love how the Psalm ends, search me, O God, and know my heart, try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. More than ever before these last few months, the Lord's just had on my heart continually lead me in the way everlasting, mm-hmm. lead me in the way everlasting. Mm-hmm. And it's like I hadn't noticed that part for the last mm-hmm. three years. And even when I was reading it of like, he's going to lead me and he is leading me in the way everlasting, lead me in the way everlasting. And so I feel like that's just been a part of my prayer lately. God, lead me in the way everlasting. Search me and know me. Show me any offensive way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. So good. So Psalm 139, um, tape it up on your mirrors, write it out, um, tape it somewhere where you can see. I have janky note cards taped all over my house mm-hmm. with random pieces of scripture. Literally, it's not even like framed or cute. Like you come to my house, it's like <laughs> it's index cards. It's index cards. Yes, but taped. you look at them and you read them. I yeah, you look at them and you read them. them. Time, They're yeah. literally taped on the wall, on the cupboards, <laughs> which that's just on the me. Um, but yeah, that's something that I can't get out of my head lately. He's already written everything in your story Um, and you can trust, you can trust him. Mm. He is good. You can trust him. It's not going to be easiest, but it will be best for his glory and your sanctification. Um, Let's see. Another thing I can't get out of my head lately, Isaiah 26, three has been one of my favorite pieces of scripture. And it says he will keep in perfect peace. Those whose mind is stayed on him. And, um, a few different versions say, 
You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. You will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You will keep in perf- you will keep the mind that is dependent on you in perfect peace for it is trusting in you. And I may and I kind of talked about this in another episode, but I love that he doesn't say I will keep you in just some peace kind of sometimes. Um he says just simply keep, because you know me, just because, yeah, yeah. but it's because yeah. my mind has stayed on you. Yeah. He says he will keep us in perfect peace. It is the perfect peace. It isn't just a little bit of peace. It's perfect. Who will be kept in perfect peace? Those whose mind is stayed on you. So there's an action that you that you take. You commit to keeping your mind on things of from above to heavenly things, to eternal things, to God's word, to God. If you do that, he will keep you in perfect peace. A commentary from Chuck Smith, um, it said, the perfect peace is God's part. Keeping my mind stayed on him is my part. If I do my part, I can be sure God will do his. And I loved that. So just to encourage you, God has his perfect peace for you. and you get to by god's grace take that step to keep your eyes fixed on him to keep your head in his word to keep seeking and pursuing him and and like chuck smith said if i do my part i can be sure god will do his part and there's there's nothing like god's peace just hovering over your life in the midst of just the absolute chaos that is this world it's good um, okay, a few songs that I've been loving. Hymn of Heaven Heaven by Phil Wickham. Mm. Uh, Alex and I have just been listening to it, I feel like, on repeat and just weeping to it. So go listen to it. Um, another song, Let the Ground Rest by Chris Renzima. Um, I love the line, and I can't get this line out of my head. It says, flowers only grow once they've tasted rain. Wow. And I just love that line. It just is a reminder that... Um, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that comes on you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. Like, it's a little bit sarcastic. It's like, and that's First Peter 4.12. Don't be surprised when hard things come and you suffer. Yeah. Um, but I love the whole song, Let the Ground Rest by Chris Renzima. But I love flowers only grow once they've tasted rain. Um we're going to go through the storms. We are going to suffer and God's going to refine us. We're going to come out the other side and he's going to have deep roots and, and grow us like we couldn't have before we may have gone through that suffering. So just to encourage you, if you're going through suffering, but go listen to that song. It's also so encouraging to rest. Another line is God. He made four seasons and only one spring. There's only one season where everything grows and blossoms and there's new things springing forth the other ones actually the ground is resting so like Mm -hmm. you can be encouraged to rest and god's going to be the one to grow things as you abide and just rest in him another thing i have not been able to not think about for this has been a long time is how god made grass and leaves and trees green and he could have chosen red but like green is the color that we look at 
And like, we think life and oh my gosh, oh, I love when everything's green. Think if he would have chosen red, like he could have chose purple. He could have chose whatever color he wanted, like grass and trees to be. And that color would like bring us life. And oh, wow. I love when all the trees, all the leaves are green and that just, oh, that color makes me so happy. And that color symbolizes life. And he chose green. That's so true. And so I just love, I think about that. I think most times when I look at trees, like, God, you chose green. And so that color symbolizes life to us. And that color like stirs something in us when the grass grows in the spring and the trees bloom and everything's green. Like we just love that and it's refreshing. But he could have chose any color. That's a random thought that I have. Red would have been terrible. I know. Well, we think it would have been, but we would have loved it. That's true. You know, that's why it's weird <laughs> so to think we about. The only thing we would have known. My man thinks about weird things. Um, <laughs> another thing I've been loving lately, can't get out of my head, The Chosen. If you haven't watched it, Oof. go watch it. Have you watched it, May? I haven't watched out? the second season yet. I mean, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Second season. All the episodes I out? I don't know how many total there are out, but we're on episode five or six of the second season. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We and need to, we need to get gosh, the Lord just continues to use that to wildly draw my affection for him which is just so sweet of him and it's just so well done so i just encourage you go watch the chosen you watch it for free there's an app called the chosen you can watch it on or youtube and lastly another thing that's just been on my mind consistently lately in this season is philippians 4 7 and the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus The NLT version says, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. The ESV version, which is probably the version I say in my head the most, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So just it's been sweet to think about and remember that. Yeah, his peace truly surpasses all understanding. So even in the midst of storms when we should have no peace, it's so sweet that he's given us a peace that surpasses all understanding and he guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And so just been that that verse has just been continually rolling through my mind lately and just the season we're in. Like God, thank you for this peace that surpasses all understanding. Other people won't mm. understand it that aren't in Christ. Yeah. Sometimes um, we don't even understand yeah. it because it's so good. Yeah. And we don't deserve it. One hundred percent. So yeah, those are some things that I have not been able to get out of my head. May I do you have anything that you haven't been able to get out of your head lately? Yeah, something um, that Jake and I have been just praising God for a lot lately and and thinking about a lot and just also even like feeling bad for people who don't have this is community, mm. a good community and like praying for friends that don't live near us that we know would just be thriving in a good community, mm. like praying for that for them. But mm. we're just <laughs> really thankful for the community that we have in our church. And I just can't stress enough how important it is to be a part of a church body, to be plugged into um, a small group or really when it comes to anything in life, we have benefited greatly from being in a solid community of believers mm. who can point us to Christ, who can point us to truth, who can encourage us, who can pray for us when we can't even pray for ourselves, who can, yeah, just be praying for us whenever 
um, we are too busy or too sad or yeah. um, or we feel like we don't even need prayer for this thing because we're good. Like mm. people are like, I'm going to be praying for that. Yeah. Um, it's just so vital to, I think, the Christian to be in a community of other believers. Even when it comes to Jake and I, there are some things that we want to go to our friends for because we have each other to make a certain decision, but we're like, what, what do you think we should do coming yeah. to, you know, our close friends? And like, what do you, what could you pray with us? You right. Because we've all experienced different things in life. We all have different nuggets of wisdom and knowledge that the Lord has given us um, that maybe you have expertise on this that I yeah. don't have that um, you, you can speak into my situation. And yeah. so we're just really praising God for the community that we have because it truly is like our brothers and sisters in Christ. We love these people. We mm. trust them. We um, have Jesus in common. And so that's why we can, you know, I trust the advice that they give me. Mm. I know it's coming from a place of they've, they've prayed about this mm. before even talking to me. They've, um, they've, looked through scripture they send me scripture they haven't just blindly been like eh, you should probably do this based off emotions but based off of truth and so mm. yeah we're just so thankful for that lately and all the time um but our community like the the bible verse says iron sharpens iron yeah. and man sharpens nothing it just says we sharpen each other and so that's totally true i think it's so important to be in a good community have some good solid friends around you around you who um will encourage you and point you to jesus and who um call you higher and and lovingly call out your sin and, and someone you can or people you can trust to confess into because that is how we well one of the ways that we can grow as christians is being in community and and fellowship in fellowship with each other yeah we're just really thankful so that's something i want to stress to anybody who's listening is to find a good community if you need one and you're in omaha come to providence church shameless plug um join our Shout city out. group yeah <laughs> um truly these people care about everybody who walks through the doors they care about your walk with jesus and they yeah we want to encourage you i say they but i'm meaning we mm -hmm. <laughs> we want to encourage you we want to love on you um we want this feeling of this community that we have we want everyone to experience that and so um yeah that's something that yeah I'm thinking about. if you're in omaha and need a city group or need people to do life with we would love to meet you okay mate um should we leave them with a challenge for the week yes okay here's a challenge for the week for you every single day this week ask the lord hey who do you want me to just reach out and encourage mm -hmm. who do you want me to text and i believe that he's going to put someone on your heart and send out an encouraging text to someone different seven days in a row, even if it's just, Hey, I'm praying for you and actually pray for them. Hey, <laughs> here's a, a verse. And I thought about you just want to encourage you with this truth. Hey, just want to reach out. I'm thinking about you and I love you and encourage them in some way. Yeah. Yeah. It, what if we withheld no good words from the people around us mm -hmm. and we encourage yeah. them. So that is my it's challenge for you this week. You don't have to post that you did it. Cause that would be awkward. Wait, every day, this every week? day. So That's one a, a day, okay. ask the Lord, hey, who do you want me to encourage this week? Because I believe that also who he puts in your heart 
they're going to really need your encouragement. Yeah. He did that for a reason. Yeah. And then I'm going to encourage you for the rest of your life when he randomly puts someone on your heart to reach yeah. out to them and say, the Lord put you on my heart because he does yeah. that for such specific reasons. So. And don't let it, don't limit yourself to one person a yeah, day. Yeah, go for 50. <laughs> yeah, if you if you feel like he said three people, if you feel oh, like yeah. he said each of your parents separately, or if you feel like he said your waitress, then yeah. don't give them an encouraging word. One. Yeah. Yeah. Withhold no good words. Withhold so no good. good words, my friends. Friends, I'm praying that you were encouraged by the things that I can't get out of my head. If you were encouraged at all today, would you please share this episode on your social media spaces and with friends or family? Would you please leave a review and rating on iTunes? I would so appreciate it. As always, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at sunnyand65podcast at gmail.com or DM me on the gram at Madeline Schultz underscore. Friends, go be bold and love big, and we will see you next time.